If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com. Welcome back to Break Out the Popcorn, ladies and gentlemen, colonels and colonelettes. Kernets. 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 I don't like that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think kernels is more of a, um, a term for everybody. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's non-gender. Non-bi- yes. Yeah, it, it's non-offensive. Non-binary. It can be um, cis, you know, male, cis woman, trans male, trans woman. It, it can be for whoever. And so no kernelettes. No kernets. Just, Just kernels. 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 So I think we can both agree that it's Colonel. Yeah. Not Colonel, but Colonels. Colonels. They're Colonel Army. Okay. Okay. So, Connie, quick question again. Okay. Um, Have you watched anything lately? Anything good on TV you want to recommend? Well, I, in all honesty, have only watched one show as of late. Watched WandaVision. How was that? It was fantastic. I loved it. And I... Honestly, I know a lot of people are not going to be happy with this. I haven't even seen Age of Ultron, and I still understood it. Yeah, so I will give you that. Um, We're not going to get too far into WandaVision, but I did watch it as well. I loved it. Um, Wish there was more to watch, personally. It was just done so well, and Elizabeth Olsen is just such a good actress. Yeah. She is phenomenal. For a show that dives deep into several different things like it is an amalgamation of like so many different traits and so many different stories and so many different things that it's trying to cover and blend in i think it did really well it's a blend of so many different shows that's what i mean yeah yeah yeah. i mean you didn't say the word shows (laughs) oh sorry um but yeah it's because and like rico said we're not going to dive too deep into it but wandavision is um it's a show that it Kind of is taking you through Wanda's comfort shows. So you see like the I Love Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke show and, you know, Full House and what is it? um Family Ties and stuff like that. Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Like you see Modern Family. You see all these like comfort shows. and But it's actually her way of going through the stages of grief. Yeah. Well. And, you know, not to reveal too, too much, but it was just so phenomenal and so well done and seeing elizabeth olsen be able to show all these different kind of range yes the range this woman has yeah. is just phenomenal and so um aside from wandavision i really haven't watched much else i don't think i could take my mind off of wandavision to watch anything else but like in between the gaps 
I'd watch a lot of Naruto. Well, luckily we started it as it was finishing. So didn't True. have to wait too long. Yeah. But in between, um, I played a lot of Animal Crossing. Okay. And you want to speak on Animal Crossing at all? Yeah, or? I just want to say, fuck Tom Nook. Why? I'm fucking tired of him, bro. I had to start off on my island in a tent and a cot. Okay, I had to work my way up. I had to pay 5,000 miles to, you know, move in. And then I had to pay him, you know, all my bells to get my house. 98,000 bells to get my house. And I paid it all off. And guess what? What? He's out here telling potential new residents, yeah, come over here. We'll give you a house fully furnished. I had to build them motherfucking houses myself. And is this like online or? No, it's it's not online. It's, you know, just oh, me okay. playing on my island. I had them to build them motherfuckers' houses myself. I didn't have to build their houses myself, but I had to gather all the materials and gather the fucking furniture. I had to build their furniture myself. Okay. I'm still sleeping on a cot in my house. And I had to build them motherfuckers' tables and shit. Okay, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I'm glad that you are enjoying Animal Crossing. I mean, if you guys want to add me, if anybody else plays Animal Crossing, feel free. I don't know how to add people on there. Honestly, just send us a Instagram, Facebook message, something like that, because I don't know how An it works. Email. An email. I don't know how it works, but I desperately need friends because I'm using all my Nook Mile tickets. To do what? Just travel to random islands? Travel to random islands. I need iron cores. I need iron nuggets. Okay. I need clay. Okay. Um, anyway, so let's go ahead and jump right into the next subject. We are married now. Yeah, we got married on Saturday, which was March 6th. It was actually, I think we said in the last episode, it was our 10-year anniversary that day. Right. So the last episode came out, what was it, three, four days? Yeah. Before we got married. And then Something this like one that. is coming out five days after we got married. Yeah. And that is because we... We kind of dropped the ball, homie. Look, what ended up happening is we had to move the podcasting table, um, which is the table that we set our laptops on and everything like that. We had to move it from the room. We call it our fish room because our fish is also in here, as most of Mr. you know. Tusk. You've already introduced him. Um, so we had to move that table down to our backyard, backyard, so downstairs into our backyard because that was the table we kind of sat at when mm-hmm. we, you know, was our sweetheart table or whatever you want to call it. Um, so in the midst of things, microphone cords got lost and it's nobody's fault. I'm not placing the blame on any of my family members or any of, you know, any of us that did any of the work. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that somewhere along the line, somebody was potting cords got mishandled and it's fine. We have it now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fixed. Yeah. So we are trying to, uh redeem that situation and come off of our i guess wedding high by just going ahead and giving you something small and digestible something um that's a pretty interesting topic in all honesty uh there's not a huge ton of information out there on this a huge topic. ton of information love I it i mean not like a huge amount but not like a ton not like not, a godzilla not sized. like a huge ton we just finished oh yeah we just finished um, That's what I was, I was trying to get to. What? Um, King Kong. Yes, I was going to say, you know, they can guess what it is. But um, 
be prepared, do your research beforehand. We will be covering. Um, That's what I, I was going to jump into that. I'm sorry. I, no, I, was, I was waiting for you to finish your you're little good. spiel. No, um, we're going to be covering um, Godzilla King Kong. Okay. All right. Just, yeah. Just sweep my feet from I the was, rug. It's I was okay. I'm already saying it, so you can go ahead and. Okay. Well, what I was trying turn. to say was in the last episode, we were trying to hint to you guys that we were going to be covering King Kong uh, versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus King Kong. Did we? Yeah, we I did. I don't remember that hint. Yeah, I said that we hinted towards the next episode because we said Godzilla. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, so I guess the cat's out of the bag because Connie can't hold water. And, really can't. Uh, we were planning to bring you, uh, I guess, like our theory as to who would win. And we went ahead and we watched 2014 Godzilla. We watched Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. We just finished Kong Skull Island before we recorded this. And we still have yet to watch Godzilla King of Monsters. Right. And once we're done with Godzilla King of Monsters, we promise, promise, promise that at least before May twenty first before May twenty first, we are going to try to give y'all our theory. Yeah. As to who will win, as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be kinda hard because I've I try my best to stay away from the YouTube videos, mm. but they always pop up on my thing because I follow new rock stars in. and everything like that. So they draw me in really hard. Um, but like I said, we're going to try our best to give you our theories before you go out and watch anybody else's theories. Or before you go out and watch the movie. That too. But, Sorry. <laughs> but I was waiting for you to say it. I was like, before you do what? Sorry, my mm-hmm. mouth is talking faster okay. than my brain could catch up. It's okay. My mouth does it all the time. I just start spewing words and then I'm, jarble is just coming out of my mouth. Jarble? Jarble. I love that word. Um, but also... After we watch it, because hopefully we will be watching it in theaters. Yeah. Um, you know, masks on, prepared, everything like we, that. We are very against COVID, very mask-friendly people over here. But we miss I am vaccinated. Theaters. You yeah. are getting vaccinated. Um, but yeah, dude, we love movie theaters. And if, hey, fuck it. If it's at the drive-in, that's even better. Yeah, that's even better. Like, fuck it. We'll go watch it at the drive-in. But um, Granted, the, no, we won't watch it at the drive-in. Yeah, watching dark movies at the drive-in is not a good idea. Yeah, we learned that the hard way while watching, while trying to watch Venom, Venom and Halloween. Yeah, all terrible. Neither ideas. one of those <laughs> played was... very well. You just see Jason, or not Jason? Oh, my bad. Sorry, oh. you uh, Michael Myers fans. Oh. But you see Mike's mask, and that's it. Yeah, no jumpsuit, just a floating mask, and a floating you're like, mask, and you're like, what does he on? have in his hand? Is that a hammer? Is it a knife? Is mm-hmm. that a right. machete? Yeah, don't go watch movies that are dark themed because I'm telling you, Venom you couldn't say shit yeah i think we should do like indoor drive-in movie theaters yeah <laughs> like an indoor water park <laughs> yeah. but yeah so hopefully after we watch the movie um we can kind of give you guys a not spoiler not tell you what the movie was or anything but let you know if we recommend it or not just because you know oh like the update video yeah yeah an update a little not video an update episode Podcast episode sorry forget we're not on youtube a lot of things going through my head right now can i All tell right. you really quick tell me okay so remember whenever i said indoor yes driving okay mm-hmm. i was thinking like what if it's like a parking garage oh god and you just have little screens that are all synced up and everybody has their parking space with their own tv dude that'd be so fucking cool that's just like playing a movie on your phone in your car okay or like you get three like parking spots next to each other and all three of them could walk i don't know i don't know i i had an idea i was trying to run with it 
trying to be the next Bill Gates here. We'll shop it. We'll see what comes of it. Okay. Got it. So moving on, we're going to give you a really quick little episode. I know we're already 10 minutes in, so it's not really quick. Can I do the voice? Um, yeah, go for it. All right. A brief moment in popcorn history. Red shirts. That was beautiful. I loved it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so let's get into what a red shirt is. Absolutely. The red shirt trope is used for characters that are going to die soon or at some point during the movie, show, or video game. These characters are introduced with no backstory, no details, and most of the time, not even a name. Think of these characters as the good counterpart of evil minions or henchmen. Mainly, they're just filler characters to give writers someone to kill off that isn't the main character or too important to the plot. Although these characters aren't always wearing red shirts, that's what they were typically called due to the red uniform characters on Star Trek that often tend to die. So where did the term red shirt start? The red shirt term originated from the original Star Trek series that ran from 1966 to 1969. The security personnel and engineers wore red shirts, and they frequently died when accompanying the main characters on missions. The first instance of this trope can be seen in the episode, What Are Little Girls Made Of? Which, very weird title, if I'm being completely honest. So, a total of 55 crew members were killed during the series, and the statistics show that the red shirts are at the highest risk of dying. Out of the 55, 7 wore blue shirts, 9 wore gold shirts, 15 had unknown shirt colors, and the remaining 24 were all red shirts. More specifically, the red-shirted security personnel more than the red-shirted engineering and operations personnel. Moral of the story, if you're going on a mission, change into a blue shirt. You'll be safer. So where is the term red shirt now? In the beginning, the red shirt character roles were used to show how strong the situational threat was, i.e. the monster or the villain. The antagonist was able to kill off as many people as was needed without killing any of the main cast or the protagonist. They were also used for the protagonist to show emotions over the death of members that were on their team. Due to the trope gaining popularity and the red shirt becoming obvious, it started to trail off into any easily killable character that had no plot armor whatsoever. A few examples of these would be security guards whose skills are nowhere near the level of the main character, scientists getting killed by their own experiment, or even a group of thugs waiting in an alley trying to rob a defenseless character only to get their face caved in by the hero. So some examples of some characters that we found to be red shirts are lots of Disney parents, including Bambi and Nemo's mom. Literally anyone John Wick kills, but more specifically the henchmen in the club scene who are literally wearing red shirts. Any stormtrooper who's ever died along with this one instance of the Jedi Order during the execution of Order 66 and Revenge of the Sith. Rogue One can also be seen as being told entirely from the perspective of red shirts, because as a spoiler, literally everyone dies. And you might think, but we have backstory on these people, we know them. When the very first Star Wars came out, came out the original trilogy, the episode three now, mm-hmm. we didn't know any of these people. They were later given a backstory, so technically in the grand scheme of things, they were red shirts. Okay. So, Goombas and Koopa Troopas, I don't know why you put it in there. They are definitely red shirts. All right. For Bowser. All right. Um, Also, in my favorite series, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, basically all of Sunnydale High School is full of red shirts, along with all the potential slayers in season seven. Um, 99% of them die, and they're just kind of sacrificed. 
So most everyone, no matter what side they were on in Game of Thrones, was a red shirt. 99% of the cast, from the soldiers guarding King's Landing to the wildlings, were red shirts because they all just died without us knowing anything about them. And lastly, Rico, you want to tell me one of your favorites? So in Dragon Ball Z, Nappa blows up the news helicopter, but upon closer inspection, it's actually a shuttlecraft from the Enterprise A, identical to the ones in the films, and even has the correct registry number, making it a possible instance of actual red shirts being killed. So eventually, viewers started to be able to predict or anticipate these red shirt characters, like characters who show up quickly with no backstory, or even when a random character makes a comment, oh, I can't wait to get back to my wife and kid at home, here's a picture of them, and then they immediately die. So instead of continuing this trope, writers began to throw in a red herring in the mix and allow these characters to actually stick it all the way out until the very end, even though they should have and would have most likely died otherwise. A character that comes to mind is the homeless guy and his dog from The Day After Tomorrow from our last episode. Yes. He definitely would not have made it in the middle of this whole apocalyptic thing, but he did because you expected him not to make it. This brings us to our next topic, or a subtopic, if you will, which is the mob shirt. A mob shirt character is a red shirt character who eventually gets a name or a backstory or even enough screen time for the viewer to grow some kind of liking towards and manages to stay till the end. Having a character go from red shirt to mob shirt can be done by showing pictures of a spouse or a baby, although if this backfires, it means a quick end to the red shirt. Personal quirks, personal character traits, or even just a name. A couple of examples include basically all of Jack Sparrow's crew in the Pirates of the Caribbean, Maria Hill and Agent Coulson from the Avengers, although Coulson gets promoted to a main character later on. And my favorite example of this is Kraglin from the movie Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Everybody saw him as this measly goon under Yondu and Quill, but later, uh, after, spoiler alert, uh, Yondu dies, he becomes captain of the Ravagers. Revengers? Ravagers? Ravagers? Oh, Revengers was my favorite. Yeah, Revengers yes. is Star-Lord yes. and all of them. And Thor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, what's his name? The Rock. What? The Rock Formation guy. Um. You know him, right? Yeah. I yeah, he's my favorite. Korg. Korg. Yeah. I love Korg. <laughs> all right, so a couple of fun facts. Um, in honor of the 2009 Star Trek movie, a company released a shirt, uh, red shirt cologne, and the slogan was, because tomorrow may never come. So the bottle was red with the Starfleet security badge, but the box had a silhouette of a red shirt in the middle of some crosshairs, and it looked, I actually Googled it to make sure I was accurately describing it, and it looked actually pretty cool. I don't know what the scent was, though. What do you think the scent is? Probably like cherry pomade. I don't know disgusting okay <laughs> thought you were gonna say something artistic and creative um really quick yes. i'm kind of upset that we were trading back and forth because that is a fun fact that i wanted to read i know i know but you can read the next one okay so in deep space nine the episode titled variant also connie's favorite star trek i do love deep space nine they played on the red shirt omen by having a team called the red squad and needless to say almost all of them died it's actually hilarious. <laughs> um, and then lastly, our last fun fact is 
Another one of my favorite movies is Galaxy Quest because it's a parody of Star Trek. Did and you it really has, like Galaxy Quest? I did. I didn't know that. I did. Weird. It has um, Alan Rickman in it. Is it the one that they were like, mm? Uh-huh. Oh, really? That's uh-huh. the one with the aliens? Yeah. I didn't know that. It also has Tim Allen in it. It has, um, uh, what's his name? Bill Hader in it. Really? Yeah. I know you you made me you, like you forced me to watch it. It's movie. just such a good movie. It's weird. I didn't know that. It's such a hole in the wall movie that I just love it. But anyways, the red shirt trope was hilariously parodied in Galaxy Quest, which of course is a parody of Star Trek, um, where the characters where the character of Guy Fleegman, aka Crew Number Crew Number Six, um, was the only cast member not shot or killed during this final battle. So he was originally cast in Galaxy Quest because. Um, if you didn't know, Galaxy Quest is about a cast from a show that is so well known for this one show. Um, they ended up getting abducted by aliens, okay, and end up having to play their roles as they were in the show. And this one guy was cast as crew number six, mm-hmm. a red shirt in the in the show. And in the whole alien battle thing, he was the only one that wasn't shot or killed. All right. I'm glad you made that come around full circle. I, I just wanted to explain it because people are going to be like, what the fuck? Crew number six, why does he matter in red shirt? Because he was cast as a red shirt and he actually made it out. Nice. So, needless to say, you recommend that movie? Galaxy Quest? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. I love it. So I love it more than Spaceballs. I've never seen Spaceballs. You've seen Spaceballs. I have not. Can I'm sorry. Who did, right now. who did you date? Spaceballs was always playing in the background. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We'll chat about this later. Okay. So, I'm glad that we could wrap up our nice little red shirt yeah. episode. Um, so, I think moral of the story, if you take anything away from this brief moment in popcorn history lesson... If you were going to any kind of battle, any kind of final no, boss... If you were doing any sort of anything ever... Just go ahead and pack a blue shirt just in case. Pack a blue shirt. Yeah, I would say gold, but pack a blue shirt. They tend to be the safest. Yeah. Statistically, they tend to be the safest. So um, if you're going on a road trip with your family, don't be a red shirt in somebody else's movie. That should be a tattoo. I know. I just thought of that. Don't That's be a red shirt in somebody else's movie. Fucking iconic. <laughs> like DM trademarked. Trademark that shit. Yep. Calling yeah, it it's right gonna now. Be one of our, it's going to be a t-shirt idea for us. That'd be cool. It's going to be a red shirt, and it's going to have text that <gasps> says, don't be a red shirt in someone else's movie. No, no, no. It'd be like, don't be a... Uh, and then it'd have like the drawing of a red shirt, but uh, like it's already a red shirt uh, in somebody yeah. else's movie. That'd be funny. High five. Finger five. Boop. There you go. We'll shop it. We'll shop it along with our indoor drive through idea. Okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Takeaway from this is don't wear a red shirt. No. Um, and although I'm wearing a red shirt, I am not fighting any final bosses unless Connie decides to get angry because I didn't get her ice cream. No, I think I'm good. Okay, so I'm making it. I'll, I'll become a mauve shirt. Yes. You, you're you getting upgraded <laughs> to a mauve shirt. Um, don't get too comfy because mauve shirts can be killed. Um, oh. I mean. So it's kind of like the all apples are fruits, but not all fruits are apples. I have no fucking idea what you mean, but Meaning sure. all mauve shirts are red shirts, but not all red shirts are mauve shirts? Sure. Makes sense. I mean, literally anybody can kill it, especially when you have a, a thing like Game of Thrones where nobody fucking care. It, nobody fucking cared until the last goddamn season. That's true. I mean, season one, everybody could die. 
I'm not going to get too deep into Game of Thrones, but I did watch three episodes and still thought that the last one was pretty shitty. You, I think, watched a couple of the very uh, first seasons. No. I watched episode that's when, one. That's when you went and um, you were studying at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you fell asleep. Yeah. And me and your cat are hanging out doing notes. Yeah. yeah. You caught bits and pieces of it. True that. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to mauve shirts, red shirts? No, I don't think so. No? No, I if think... If you were in a um, movie, do you think you'd be a red shirt character? No, absolutely not. Exactly, because don't be a red shirt in someone else's, in someone movie. else's movie. But I will say um, a lot of the information that we gathered is from tvtropes.org and Wikipedia. They really came in handy, I'm telling you, because there's not a lot of information on this online. Just because it's just such um, a niche. Is that how you say it? Niche. 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 No. Nah. Um, it's just such a topic that it doesn't have a lot of research on. So no. those websites really came in handy and I just wanted to um, kind of shout them out in case you're looking for any more fun TV tropes. It's a really interesting site to get lost in. Definitely. And another thing that gave us a little bit of inspiration was me working a 12-hour shift as a sitter and having nothing to do but stare at a wall. And so I came up with the idea of a nice little digestible episode. Well, at least your scrubs are gray. I'm a gray shirt. <laughs> I don't know what statistics say for that one. But... I'm a gray shirt at the hospital, which means... Well, Wait, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Blue... Really? Well, blue shirts are medical, and they tend to be the ones that survive the most, so... Nurses? Blue Nurses shirts are and... usually blue shirts. Blue shirts and Star, Star Trek. Trek. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, really quick. So, you guys, I'm about to blow everybody's fucking mind. Do you know who was the best red shirts alive who anybody labeled an essential worker yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> meaning technically i was a fucking red shirt it makes sense you graduated a mob though you survived i survived the pandemic barely but you survived yeah all right you guys well i think that is the final bit of this little brief moment in popcorn history definitely um next week we'll try to hit you with a full episode of something or another yeah maybe a horror movie old versus new we'll see okay if that doesn't happen don't don't remember any of this (laughs) just fade it out just uh hope that we don't do it like godzilla but anyway like we said uh we're gonna try to give you a full episode my fist just smacked the top of the water that was awesome (laughs) uh okay did it again anyway uh, so before he gets angry at us that it's past his bedtime, um, we'll come at you with a new episode full length and we will be coming at you with a Godzilla episode. Yes, absolutely. We are getting there. We are getting ready for it. Um, please give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. We haven't posted yet, but we're, we're, we're figuring it out. We'll get there Something. eventually, <laughs> eventually Twitter will be eventually, um, but definitely we have Facebook and Instagram, so feel free to follow us on there. Shoot us a message. Email us at breakoutspopcorn at gmail.com with any suggestions, comments, questions, concerns that we might have. And, um, oh, and also if you're listening to this on iTunes, please leave us a five-star review with a comment saying how wonderful we are and how much you love hearing our voices because it would be a really nice wedding gift for us. That is true. Um, anybody that emails us letting us know that they posted i will shake your hand after virtually. COVID. No. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> I will virtually uh-huh. shake your hand. But um, aside from that, thank you to everybody who listens to us so far. We have a couple of random people in random countries listening to us. Shout out to Singapore. For, for real. the most people. I Granted, think... if you're a VPN and you're listening from Singapore, Still, shame on thank... you. No, thank you. Shame on hope. you, but thank you at the same time. Safe browsing. You got it. <laughs> um, but aside from that, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Roll credits. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.